on March 28th, we commemorate Venerable Hilarion, the new abbot of Pelakiti, Venerable Stephen, wonderworker, abbot of Triguia, the monastic martyr Eustratius of the Kiev near Caves, Venerable Hilarion of Skov, Lake Dove, the martyred brothers Barachisius and Jonah and those with them in Persia, the martyr Boyan, Prince of Bulgaria, the icon of the Mother of God of the Sign, and Venerable John, Bishop of Manglisi. St. Hilarion the New, Igumen of Pelikiti Monastery, from his youth devoted himself to the service of God and spent many years as a hermit. Because of his holy and blameless life, he was ordained to the holy priesthood, and later he was made Igumen of the Pelikiti Monastery near Dardanelles. St. Hilarion was granted gifts of clairvoyance and wonder-working by the Lord. Through prayer, he brought down rain during a drought, and like the prophet Elisha, he separated the waters of a river. He drove harmful beasts from the fields. He filled the nets of fishermen when they had no success in fishing, and he did many other miracles. In addition to these things, he was able to heal the sick and cast out demons. St. Hilarion suffered on Great and Holy Thursday in the year 754, when the military commander, Lachan Drakon, suddenly descended upon the Pelikiti Monastery in pursuit of icon venerators, boldly forcing his way into the church, disrupting the service, and throwing the holy gifts upon the ground. Forty-two monks were arrested, slapped into chains, sent to the Odessa district, and murdered. The remaining monks were horribly mutilated. They beat them, they burned their beards with fire, they smeared their faces with tar, and cut off the noses of some of the confessors. St. Hilarion died for the veneration of icons during this persecution. St. Hilarion left behind spiritual works containing moral directives for spiritual effort. St. Joseph of Volokolamsk, commemorated September 9th and October 18th, was well acquainted with the work of St. Hilarion, and he also wrote about the significance of monastic struggles in his own theological works. St. Stephen the Confessor, Igumen of Triglia Monastery, suffered under the iconoclast Emperor Leo the Armenian, 813-820. From a young age, the holy ascetic dedicated his life to God and received monastic tonsure. He later became head of the Triglia Monastery near Constantinople. When persecution again began against holy icons, the saintly Igumen was summoned for questioning, and they tried to force him to sign a document, rejecting the veneration of icons. St. Stephen steadfastly refused to betray orthodoxy, and he boldly denounced the emperor for his impiety. They subjected the saint to cruel torments, after which they sent him to prison in the year 815. Weakened and sick, the holy confessor Stephen soon died in prison from his sufferings. Martyr Eustratius of the Caves was born in the 11th century at Kiev into a wealthy family. As an adult, he received monastic tonsure at the Kiev Caves Monastery, after giving away all his possessions to the poor. St. Eustratius humbly underwent obediences at the monastery, strictly fulfilling the rule of prayer and passing his days in fasting and vigilance. In 1096, the Polovetsians captured Kiev and ravaged the Monastery of the Caves. Doing away with many of the monks, St. Eustratius was taken into captivity and was sold into slavery with 30 monastic laborers and 20 inhabitants of Kiev to a certain Jew living in Korsun. 
The impious Jew tried to make the captives deny Christ, threatening to kill those who refused by starving them. St. Eustratius encouraged and exhorted his brother, Christians. Brothers, let none of us who are baptized and believe in Christ betray the vows made at baptism. Christ has regenerated us through water and the Spirit. He has freed us from the curse of the law by his blood, and he made us heirs of his kingdom. If we live, we shall live for the Lord. If we die, we shall die in the Lord and inherit eternal life. Inspired by the saints' words, the captives resolved to die of starvation rather than renounce Christ, who is the food and drink of eternal life. Exhausted by hunger and thirst, some captives perished after three days, some after four days, and some after seven days. St. Eustratius remained alive for fourteen days since he was accustomed to fasting from his youth. Suffering from hunger, he still did not touch food nor water. The impious Jew, seeing that he had lost the money he had paid for the captives, decided to take revenge on the holy monk. The radiant feast of the resurrection of Christ drew near, and the Jewish slave owner was celebrating the Jewish Passover with his companions. He decided to crucify St. Eustatius. The cruel tormentors mocked the saint, offering to let him share their Passover meal. The martyr replied, The Lord has now bestowed a great grace upon me. He has permitted me to suffer on a cross for his name, just as he suffered. The saint also predicted a horrible death for the Jew. Hearing this, the enraged Jew grabbed a spear and stabbed St. Eustatius on the cross. The martyr's body was taken down from the cross and thrown into the sea. Christian believers long searched for the holy relics of the martyr, but were not able to find them. But through the province of God, the incorrupt relics were found in a cave and worked many miracles. Later, they were transferred to the near caves of the Kiev Caves Monastery. The prediction of the holy martyr Eustratius that his blood would be avenged was fulfilled soon after his death. The Byzantine emperor issued a decree expelling all Jews from Korsun, depriving them of their property and putting their elders to death for torturing Christians. The Jew who crucified St. Eustratius was hanged on a tree, receiving just punishment for his wickedness. St. Hilarion of Dov and Skov Lake was a disciple of St. Euphrosinus of Skov, commemorated May 15th. In 1460, on the banks of the river Zhelcha, not far from Gdov, he found the Ozersk Lake Monastery of the Protection of the Mother of God. The monastery bordered the territory of the Livonian Knights, and the monks constantly suffered the incursions of that military order. Despite harsh conditions and insufficient means, St. Hilarion maintained a high level of pious and ascetic life at the monastery and made great efforts to adorn and build up the monastery. St. Hilarion reposed on March 28, 1476 and was buried in the church of the protection of the Most Holy Theotokos in the monastery he founded. Afterwards, a church was built at the monastery in honor of the Nativity of Christ. The left chapel was dedicated to the founder of the Godov Monastery. St. Hilarion of Godov is also commemorated on October 21st on the feast of his heavenly patron and namesake. St. Barachisius was the brother of St. Jonah. They were Christians who lived in the village of Yasa in Persia during the time of Emperor Sapor, 310-331, who was a fierce persecutor of Christians. Learning that Christians were being tortured in the city of Baravok, they went there to the prison where Saints Zanithas, Lazarus, Maruthas, Narcissus, Elias, Marinus Habib, Simbith, or Sivistiana, and Sava were being held. They encouraged them to adhere to the Christian faith until the very end. 
the Holy Brothers were arrested and brought to trial before the Persian princes Mastrath, Siroth, and Marmis, who urged them to worship the sun, fire, and water. The holy martyrs firmly confessed their faith in Christ and would not agree to the demands of the pagans. Therefore, they were subjected to fierce torments and death. St. Jonah suffered first. They tied the holy martyr to a tree and beat him for a long time. Then, they dragged him across the ice of a frozen lake. They also cut off his fingers and toes and cut out his tongue. Then they peeled the skin from his head and finally sawed his body in half and threw it in a ditch. They placed red-hot shackles on the wrists of St. Barachisius, poured molten tin in his nose, ears, and mouth, and they raked him with sharp instruments. After they tied him to a turning wheel, the holy martyr surrendered his soul to God after they poured boiling tar in his mouth. The bodies of the holy martyrs Jonah, Barachisius, and the other martyrs were buried by a pious Christian named Habisotas. The holy martyr Prince Boyan, Prince of Bulgaria, suffered for Christ around the year 830, when his pagan brother Malamir, or Vladimir, ascended the Bulgarian throne. Prince Boyan asked him to free the learned Christian Kinamon, who had been in prison for a long time for refusing to participate in pagan sacrifices under Prince Obrit, or Krutogon, Prince Malamir's predecessor. Malamir consented and gave Kinamon to Prince Boyan as a slave. Kinamon spoke to Boyan about Christianity, telling him of the errors of paganism and that belief in Christ is necessary for salvation. At the end of their conversation, he told the prince, Without Jesus Christ, there is no light for the mind, no life for the soul. He alone is the teacher of mankind and our Savior. By his death, he has reconciled fallen mankind with God. If you do not wish to perish, believe in the Lord Jesus. Prince Boyan recognized the truth of his words and was inspired to ask for baptism. The newly converted prince was filled with the love of prayer, fasting, and contemplation of God. Malamir, learning about the conversion of his brother to Christianity, demanded that he renounce the Christian faith and return to paganism. Instead, the holy Prince Boyan answered, I despise the pagan idols, and I revere Christ, the true God. No one shall separate me from the love of Christ. Malamir, hearing his brother's reply, sentenced him to death. Before his martyric death, the holy martyr prince declared, The faith for which I now die will spread throughout the Bulgarian land. You vainly imagine that you will stop it by killing me. Temples to the true God will be built, and priests will offer him true worship. The idols and their foul sacrifices, however, will vanish. Then he said to his brother Malamir, You will gain nothing from your cruelty, and death will soon overtake you. The holy martyr was killed by the sword, and his predictions to his brother were the first to be fulfilled. Malamir soon died, and since he had no heir, his elder brother, Presian, 836-852, succeeded to the throne. Prince Presian's son, the Holy Prince Boris, and Holy Baptism Michael, commemorated on May 2nd, later Christianized the Bulgarian nation. Thus, the prophecy of the holy martyr Prince Boyan was fulfilled. The account of the icon of the sign of the Mother of God is to be found on November 27th. Today's commemoration may be for a wonder-working copy of the original icon. St. John Sakadizi of Manglisi was born in 1668 and spiritually nurtured in the David Garei wilderness. Outstanding in virtue, John was quickly ordained a Hyara monk and soon after consecrated bishop of Manglisi. In 1724, St. John left Davi Gareji for Durban, Dagestan, 
where he constructed a wooden church and began to preach Christianity among the local people. He labored there with eleven other pious believers. St. John's humble life and the miracles he performed attracted the attention of the Muslim Dagestanis, and even the government took notice of his tireless evangelical activity. At that time, the Georgian king, Vakhtang VI, 1703-1724, and Tsar Peter the Great of Russia, were corresponding regularly about the evangelization of the Caspian Seacoast. Both kings recognized the importance of St. John's activity in regard to this matter, and they generously contributed to his efforts. With their help, St. John built one church in honor of the nativity of the Theotokos, and another in honor of the great martyr Catherine. In 1737, John left his disciples in Dagestan and journeyed to Astrakhan, near the place where the Volga flows into the Caspian Sea. There, he constructed a church in honor of St. John the Evangelist, which was converted into a monastery in 1746. Ahimandrite Herman, one of St. John's disciples, was elevated as abbot of this monastery. While in Astrakhan, St. John discovered that many ethnic Georgians were passing through the city of Kizliar in Ossetia, but they did not have a church in which to celebrate the divine services. So he traveled to Kizliar, and with help from his kinsmen, built a church and opened a preparatory school for clergy nearby. On March 28, 1751, St. John reposed in Kizliar at the age of 80. He was buried in the church that he himself had constructed. Later, by order of King Temuraz II, 1744-1761, the mirror-streaming relics of St. John were translated to Tbilisi and buried in Sioni Cathedral in front of the Manglisi icon of the Mother of God.